We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. A new world order. I'm Aaron Cole, and you are listening to the Cole Report. The first day of October. We got some special stuff planned for today, so let's get ready for that. But before we do, we are coming to you via the powerful ATN.live. Please help support the network if you can. There's a pink button up there to help donate. And I think Shepard has a deal going on right now where if you donate 50 bucks, I think you get signed copies. I'd have to double check, but you'll get copies of Shade the Motion Picture, a copy of Gangstalkers 2.0, and one of my most favorite documentaries. I don't know if I'm partial because I helped with it a little bit, but Shackle to Silence also. It's a hell of a good deal, and you're supporting a hell of a good network where free speech and uncensored truth lives. So... Let's get into some stuff here. I I was hoping to plan for almost basically the most of the month of October, trying to bring in some elements of kind of Halloween, kind of spooky, slightly, I wouldn't say demonic or anything like that, but kind of just, you know, flirting around with some of these ideas. I did that this week. (laughs) I'm going to try to keep focused on this and not look at all the crazy shit going on in the news where they're scaring us with nukes in world wars and all of the stuff like that. So hopefully I can stay on track with that and slightly take our mind off of some of that, or at least add some different tones to it. But when I was sitting down trying to plan this out, I was just listening to, I think I was just listening to music on uh, YouTube or something like that. And Johnny cash came on when, when the man comes around and I was like, had a eureka moment, uh, a aha, if you will. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the four, four horsemen. I am not a biblical scholar or anything like that. Uh, never really read the Bible. <laughs> so this will be a little interesting. I'm just kind of coming at this with just, you know, kind of just the, the, just the basic stuff like that. So if I mess anything up, don't just, just chill out. Okay. Because this is just the way I see it. This is not the end-all, be-all of everything. So just just pump the brakes a little bit here and give me some... Just give me a little bit of space, space with some of this stuff. But um, I don't know if in the... In like Revelations, if there's this straight... You know, it goes from, from the white horse to the red horse to the black horse to the pale horse. I, I'm not really sure. I mean, it, I guess I do kind of lay it out that way. But... There's there's so much vagueness with it, of course. I feel like I'm reading Nostradamus in a way where it's just kind of generalizations and it leaves a lot to be, I guess, determined by yourself, if you will. But with the with the white horse, I'm going to I think when I go into each segment, I'm going to read like the little biblical thing here. Um, 
I don't know what you call this. I forgot just the, <laughs> the, but this one is from Revelation six. Uh, it seems. I don't. I don't have the whole like. It's uh, Revelation six, chapter two, verse thirteen, page four, some shit like that. I don't have that in front of me, but the, for the white horse, it is. Uh, it is when I saw, or then I saw when the Lamb broke one of the seven seals. I heard one of the four creatures saying, as with the voice of thunder, come. I looked, and behold, a white horse. He who sat on it had a bow, and a crown was given to him. He went out to conquering and to conquer. So so when I read that, and then I, I start looking through some of the other stuff, it seems like you could like almost sum up the white horse with basically everything. Some people say it's Christ. Some people say it's the Antichrist. Some people say it's war. Some people say it's infectious disease. I really don't know where to to run with that. Like I said, so there's so much vagueness in this. So if we look at it kind of with the the Antichrist part, which I'm I'm not the biggest fan of that because there could be endless circles of the debate like who's the antichrist is the antichrist this or that i just kind of want to you know maybe throw out a couple ideas here of who it could be some people i think in the early days of covid were saying that donald trump could be it i kind of like the british royalty to kind of fit into that oh um bethany son Caleb Hessel has a really good idea, which I need to dive into more with him about maybe it's Emmanuel Macron. And th- and that stuff's really, I mean, it's interesting, but it it's really hard to, to figure it out because he's never supposed to be known or anything like that. Right. It's just supposed to be the, like sprung on you in the last minute. Right. So when it comes to that, I like to, when it when it comes to some of this other stuff. I like to look at it from this infectious disease part, and I'm not really sure where they got this part from, without just just digging and digging and digging through it, because it says clearly up here he was given a bow and a crown and went out to conquering and to conquer. So when it so that to me seems like it would be like a like a I'm trying to think of the right word here. Basically it would be almost like the antichrist thing or somebody going out to, to start world war three or the, the last war, if you will. But I do like the infectious disease angle a lot with this one, even though there's clearly one that's, that's a plague, right? I believe so. No, the black horse, Oh no black horse is famine. I'm jumping ahead a little bit. I wrote like 10 pages of notes and it still throws me off trying to get all this down. But okay, so infectious disease, that would be a pretty interesting one, right? If we're looking at COVID and all of that stuff going on with with that, because I mean basically that kind of you know helped us spiral into to what we're seeing right now with everything going on. In the in the sense of, I mean, shit. If if COVID never happened, would we be at this point we're at right now, where the economy's jacked up and 
in all of the war propaganda or maybe it's really going on. I mean, we could, you know, go around in circles on that one too, but without that happening, it seems like we'd almost be kind of back to the good old days, if you will, where there was still just ridiculous shit going on out there and everything would kind of be okay. We could at least have that, that kind of pretending that everything would be, it's okay. Like, Hey man, this, everything's going fine. It's not that bad. But clearly that is not the case. Especially when you see the way COVID was used to just helicopter cash. And that started this, this kind of spiral with the, the inflation rising tensions around the world, not just between governments, get like government to government, but people in the government. And there's, there was so many riots going on when this first kind of kicked off with people not wanting to be locked down. And then you can see the governments where they kind of just pushed back a little bit against the people in the sense of that they would just have riot police out there and they'd arrest a couple people. And you could see the ones that went really hard against their people and basically started welding them into apartments, started making them disappear, using live ammo on them at some times, not very often with that one, but that did happen. It, it shows you how something so simple as like a, a virus or maybe a, a physical virus that gets you and makes you sick, but a mental disease, a mental infection, how that can get into, into people of a power's head, a normal citizen, where you could see citizens you know, yelling at people throwing things at people all because they didn't have a mask or they got too close to them. I can't think of how many times at first I'd be out working and see something like that happen where a clerk at a store would try to walk over and boss people around because they were standing too close. So an infectious disease necessarily doesn't have to be just a virus. It could also be this mental disorder, like the way we try to lock people up for not having vaccines or leaving the country without having a vaccine or not wearing a mask or this or that, or maybe even a, an infectious disease of, you know, trying to turn kids trans and stuff like that. So there's there's this infectious disease one, like I said, it's not the the most fitting for for the description up top, but it seems like it it's a more interesting angle to talk about in the sense of the vagueness of, of all of this and we can we can approach it from so many different angles. But you're listening to the Cole Report. We'll be back after the break. We're going to be getting into the Red Horse. Listen to ATN.Live. Stay tuned.
This is Bethany Adani, co-host of The Shepherd Ann Bellis Show, here to personally invite you to a place where freedom of speech actually still exists. ATN.Live and Bellis Talk Network. Open and expand your heart, mind, soul, and ears with a variety of daily dose truths as you listen to The Shepherd Ann Bellis Show with host Shepherd Ann Bellis and my fellow co-host Aaron Cole, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central, ATN.Live and Bellis Talk Network, where you will also find The Cole Report, The Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, and Coming Soon Berserker Survival, along with many others arriving to the network in the near future. ATN.Live and Bellis Talk Network. Thanks for being a part of us through your much appreciated financial support, promoting the network, listening to the shows, and blessing us with your many prayers and warm thoughts. ATN.Live, spread the word. Hey, it's Chris from the Rained Out Rantcast. Here to remind you, you can catch Rantcast Live here exclusively on ATN.Live every Sunday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central p.m. right here live on ATN.Live. That's Rantcast Live. You can hear me rant about anything and everything, all conspiracy, all I want. Fuck them. Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network, where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7, 365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.Live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, the Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows, ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network. Stay tuned for your regularly scheduled program, The Cole Report, hosted by yours truly, Aaron Cole. October surprises. So many other crazy things happen in October. I get older every October, too. That kind of sucks. Need that shit to chill out. But thank you for tuning in this morning. We're going through through the four horsemen. We just went over the, the white horse. That one's probably the, the most confusing and hard to break down one. But it gets a little easier from here in a way. They kind of kind of lay lay out the, the straight path on which each one of these horsemen are supposed to represent. And with the the red horse, this is out of Revelation six three dash four. I think I figured out how to read that during the break, by the way. That was super confusing at first. When he broke the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, Come and another. A red horse went out, and to him who sat on it, it was granted to take peace from the earth, and that man 
would slay one another, and a great sword would was given to him. So, wow. Okay. That one sounds like kind of kind of like, you know, war. <laughs> That's a simple one, I think. The sword thing is kind of interesting. If you just jump back to to the Antichrist thing real quick, where uh, I've heard kind of people lay out the the claim for Prince William to be to be the Antichrist, and he has Arthur in his name. And when you become King of England or Queen of England, you can choose any of the the fifteen names that they have because I guess they just want to give them all the options in the world. And it could be King Arthur, and then you got the, you know Arthur and pulling the sword out of the stone. I mean, that's probably nothing, but just a little interesting tidbit there. I wanted to kind of just tie together real fast. But as we move into the Red Horse and its war, I mean, we're seeing war of some kind going on basically all over the world right now. Of course, the, the biggest one. Most people are tracking is this Russia and Ukraine thing going on, which to me, I, I don't know how many time, more times I need to say it, but I mean, it, it was kind of, we we started that in a way, moving bio labs and shit like that in there and just keep on encroaching on Russia's border. So that one, I mean, that kind of just kind of sums itself up, right? But that's not the only thing that's going on out there. Some people say like we're maybe like fourth dimensional war or something like that. I can't remember. But I want to say it might be even higher than that. Because it's not just tanks and troops out there fighting. The way war is conducted these days is through mainstream media propaganda, social media censoring people if you will not letting real ideas and truth get out there it's also done with just the internet in general with not letting you see news from other countries it's funny on twitter when you click on god is like the the shanghai post or the morning beijing some shit like that they all have like the same kind of flavor to them these newspapers and news outlets out of china but it'll say state-ran media if you go to rt or any of the other russian sites it says state-run media but when you go to cnn msn you know whatever the stupid sites are i'm trying to forget them so my brain is not working on those right now but it doesn't say anything about state-run media when clearly that is the case. So war doesn't have to be fought with bullets. It can be fought with words, with actions, with information. Which I don't know if the the Bible could uh, foresee that or not. So, I mean, it's all talking about, you know, swords and, I guess, lining up and slaying each other and things like that. When these days... It's much more effective to basically use these use these tools I just laid out. We're using information you're doing social media. Stuff like that. 
to basically even divide people in their own families. I know for for my family, I've been invited to Christmas the past two years or Thanksgiving or anything like that. It worked. I feel like if it can work on my family, it can basically work on anybody's family. And that's really crazy. And then once you get even closer zoomed in on the, the division, the war, if you will, you can even have people go into war in their own fucking heads. And that's really, really scary. I mean, that's probably been going on for, for a long time, but it definitely seems like it has ramped up to the highest levels the last two years. And that is really, really scary. They, of course, when I say they, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's countless of them out there, right? It's not just, uh, you know, George Soros or anything like that. It's a, it's a, a group effort, if you will. I think most of the people that do this this information style of war, they know what they're doing. There's no way they can believe that it's that it's that that's the truth, right? When you think that climate war, when a climate change or global warming, whatever it's called these days, when that can be the cause for one one hurricane hitting Florida which gets hit by hurricanes all the time. And it wasn't even the strongest one. Yeah, it's, there's no way Don Lemon can believe shit like that, but he's actively out there using it to, to scare people, to drive people crazy. And, and I feel like sometimes if that keeps on going, I mean, shit, could we see a civil war in the United States? Could we see, Basically, all of Western society fall down. It seems like it could with everything that's going on, the impacts from the the sanctions that only ever hurt people. I'll say usually they hurt the people in the country this the sanctions are going against. I don't I can't think of too many times in history when sanctions have backfired on the people putting them putting them into place, right? But this time it worked perfectly. And we'll get into that next segment, so I don't want to jump too far ahead. But there's also wars going on in, I guess you could say, uh, the Far East, you know, with China and Taiwan. Not really a, a hot war yet. You got North Korea doing North Korea stuff out there. And if you haven't listened to, I think it was the Thursday update I did. I didn't get around to doing one yesterday for the Cole Report, but we have Kamala Harris there in South Korea looking over out to the great boogeyman North Korea. And she's got this big-ass pair of binoculars. And she's she's looking over there, and she's like, wow, you can really see it. It looks so close. The The... The soldier that's standing there with her, I think he was like a, a major or a, a colonel or something like that. I can't, I couldn't really figure out his insignia. I was kind of not really zoomed in on that, but he's like, ma'am, that's 50 meters away. 50 meters is not far at all. It's basically like half a football field. I'm pretty blind. Don't get me wrong. 
I mean, I couldn't see the words on my screen right now if I didn't have my glasses on. So, I mean, I'm pretty blind, okay? So I probably won't need to use some binoculars to look 50 meters. But when I have my corrective lenses in, that's not usually an issue, right? And this dum-dum is looking at woods in North Korea. And I just found that funny. <laughs> Since I was talking about North Korea, it made me jump to that. There's, there's, there's these boogeymen all around the world. And I'm not sure when and if they'll ever attack. It doesn't seem like that's really going to ever be the case sometimes, especially with this nuke stuff. Nukes, nukes, nukes. Nuke, nuke, nuke. It seems like all they're trying to do is wish some of this stuff into existence. When I think when you hit like this, this critical formation of this idea i don't want to say the mass formation psychosis thing or something like that i wasn't really the biggest fan of that but i think you can get an idea out there you can almost create it when you keep on wishing and hoping for it and if that's not really the case then what they're doing right now is preparing people for it because it's going to happen regardless and if something like that happens, a nuclear war, I wonder what would <clears throat> happen to the rest of humanity. What would we look like? I, I don't think everybody would die. There'd probably be a lot of people. And it's not... The, the fact that, you know, that this could be real or not. But when when our governments are waging war on their own citizens by provoking these kind of attacks and these responses, if they do happen, is a, a totally different perspective. A totally not a perspective, but just it's the, the wrong way. That's not the contract most people in their governments have. And the other part of the red horse here is a is an empire division. When you think of empires, I mean it could be in the amount, you know, con you know, conquering other parts of the world or not. It could be also be with this empire division. It could be, you know, within within our own area, within our own country. That's where I was talking about the Civil War. I think that's a very likely outcome of what the Red Horse could mean. The War Against the Citizens by the New Governments. Be back after the break. This is Aaron Cole from The Cole Report. I do a live show every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. We're going to be going through all of these crazy topics every week. We're going to do deep dives into money, 
weather, the, the carbon, the, the planets coming in, the, the volcanoes popping, anything they're going to try to do to depopulate us, we're going to break this down and we're going to do it live every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. So please come join me and let's break this shit down. Thank you. This is Bethany Adani, co-host of The Shepherd Ann Bella Show, here to personally invite you to a place where freedom of speech actually still exists. ATN.Live, Ambellus Talk Network. Open and expand your heart, mind, soul, and ears with a variety of daily dose truths as you listen to The Shepherd Ambellus Show with host Shepherd Ambellus and my fellow co-host Aaron Cole, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central, ATN.Live, Ambellus Talk Network, where you will also find The Cole Report, The Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, and Coming Soon Berserker Survival, along with many others arriving to the network in the near future. ATN.Live and Bellas Talk Network. Thanks for being a part of us through your much appreciated financial support, promoting the network, listening to the shows, and blessing us with your many prayers and warm thoughts. ATN.Live. Spread the word. Chris from the Rained Out Rancast here reminding you to find all your free speech uncensored content right here on ATN.Live. That's 24-7, uncensored, unhinged, unfiltered, 24-7 on ATN.Live. Catch shows like Conspiracy Chicks, The Cole Report, Shepard and Bellis, weekdays, 6 p.m. Central, every weekday night you can hear Shepard and Bellis live at 6 p.m. Central. Also on Sundays, 7 p.m. Central, you can hear Rantcast Live exclusively on ATN.Live. You can interact with the shows. The call lines are always open. 100% uncensored, 24-7, ATN.Live. The Cole Report. It's the darkest thing you can do with yourself in the morning with your pants on. Are you ready? Let's get to the show. Disease. War. Those two alone are not very good. Might be an understatement of the year right there. That's where the four horsemen thing is kind of interesting, right? It seems like there's this this plan. There's this this cycle to the way societies, why how humanity collapses. And if you follow that logic, you follow that progression, usually the next thing, one of probably the worst. I mean, you can distance yourself from diseased people. You can flee countries that are being bombed, being nuked, if you will. But one thing you can't really flee is famine. You can try to prepare for it. You can try to have enough stuff stocked up. But usually... At some point, you're going to run out of food and you're going to have to figure out what the hell am I going to get food from or anything like that. So famine is really one of the most scary things. 
And from Revelations 6, 5, verse 6, when he broke the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, come. I looked and behold, a black horse. And he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard something like a voice in the center of the four living creatures say, a quarter of wheat for a denarius, a third a three quarters and three quarters of the barley for a denarius, but do not damage the oil and the wine. Okay, so when I was looking this up, a a denarius, it was a a Roman uh, wait money, basically. When I was looking it up, I think it was Roman. I don't have that really in the notes, but. I was just kind of when I was looking through it, looking over all of that stuff. And <clears throat> I don't think it was like much money or something like that. I can't I can't exactly remember. So we're just going to zoom past that one. But uh, when it comes down to do not damage the oil and the wine, we'll kind of get into it as this this segment unfolds. But I just kind of want to cover what we're seeing these days with. With the with food, the food issues going on. Of course, we had disease kind of led to war. And right now we're seeing kind of war and famine both striking at the same time. We're, we see famine on the horizon, I guess I should say. I don't know if it's really either the worst luck in the world or this is attacks by other nations or just the nations themselves sabotaging their own food storage, their own way to grow food, to produce food. When we just zoom back to the to the Russia-Ukraine thing, they're using natural gas as a as a weapon, not just against Europe and all that, but they're using it against the people themselves. It's it's amazing what you can do with natural gas. Of course, you can use it to to heat yourself and keep yourself warm, but it can also be turned into to fertilizers. And just just happens to be with Russia that it has some of the biggest places that produce like uh, phosphorus. Uh, God, what's the other one? There's another one. I can't think of it at the moment. I think a uh, potash, and then there was another one like urethra, ure, urine, or something. <laughs> it's not urine like in pee, but it's something like that, but you can get all this stuff or not all of that stuff, but at least components to, to make all of this stuff from natural gas. So that's also, I guess, goes back to the war, to the war stage where you, you are, you're getting this, this waged on us and then, and then go from war and then turns into famine. All right, I had something fall. Something <laughs> crazy is going on over here. Maybe the, the powers that be do not want me to talk about this. Hopefully not. Hopefully nothing's coming to get me while I'm talking about the Four Horsemen. But we see these warehouses, the processing plants. They're all catching on fire. And for some reason, we could build food warehouses and place them out there as ways to stop planes from coming in. I don't know how many planes can hit 
warehouses like this. It, it seems to be amazing. There might be like some like a magnet in these warehouses that only attracts airplane. Truly, truly bizarre. But like I said earlier, I think some of this is the government's doing this to their own people. And it, it basically looks like a, a planned collapse. Maybe a little bit is with help from other other nations on doing this, but it, it really does seem like you, that these is this is being done by our own countries. Even in France, the other day, the, the largest produce market catches on fire. Uh, I mean, I mean, we can make fire pretty easily these days. We don't have to strike two rocks together and get sparks on tinder or anything like that. I mean, we can start it rather easily, but I don't know how that could just happen, you know, by accident. I don't think if you get too many tomatoes together, they just spontaneously combust and, and then poof, there you go. That one doesn't, doesn't add up to me too, too much. All right. Let's jump to this oil and wine thing real quick. I've seen this somewhere on here. Oh, man, I'm not seeing it. Okay, that's all right. We'll just kind of freestyle on this one. I found it interesting when they said do not touch the, but do not damage the oil. I mean, what does that kind of sound like? They they don't want us to be to be very resourceful. They don't want us to have things like oil to to travel around to make gas and stuff from. I know this is not exactly what this means and we'll get into what it means in a second, but I found that one kind of interesting where the, the governments with this green agenda, they, they don't want you to, you know, get oil or gas out of the ground anymore. And then how that could tie into not being able to transport food and, and so on and so on. But the, some of the explanations for for what that part means in this uh, part of scripture here this this suggests that the black horse famine is to drive up prices of grain but leave oil and wine supplies unaffected though out of reach of ordinary workers the explanation for this is that grain crops would have been more naturally susceptible to famine years or locust plagues than olive trees and grapevines, which root more deeply. I mean, that kind of makes sense, but <laughs> I kind of like my idea also with the, the kind of a more modern twist on it right there. And some of the stuff you can get when there's famine out there is <clears throat> you can get martial law when people start rioting, when people start not being able to feed their families when people are spending uh half their money on food these kind of things and not just martial law could could be enacted there too we could also see cbdc's coming out which would tie into like esg scores that could affect the way you even get food, right? Even if there is some, some food out there, if you go and start protesting the price of it, your ESG score is going to go down. 
and then you're not whenever you do get money if the government allows that to happen you you won't get you won't be able to go into a store to buy it that's I really don't know the right way to say this, but it's, it seems like it's all planned in a way. How each one of these things just links to the next one, to the next one, and how we, where you could get to basically, we recover from this. And if you did anything to try to fight back against the problems, whenever society does come back online, you you won't be able to to participate in society or go into the grocery store anymore you'll basically be blacklisted you'll be like the i guess the black duck (laughs) the black horse if you will and you'll basically be be cut off from society Mm. it is amazing and i don't think with just famine i mean of course it's about the food but it could also be Maybe like a a money famine, if you will, in a way. I'm just kind of speculating here. I'm just trying to look at these this on the fly from different angles, but we we definitely know what's going on in the in the banking, the stock market, cryptocurrencies to an extent, and how there's this this lack of input into some of these some of these things. The Dow dropped another 500 points yesterday i think it's down to 28 760 something basically just shedding points left and right because all of these different all these different issues are going on right surely this isn't planned when you when stuff in the bible lines up like this i can go from one to the other, to the other. I wonder if they're using it like a script almost. Hmm. That is that is one way to look at it, I guess. Another kind of a side note here with, with famine. I'm just kind of looking over some of these other parts of my notes here. As an imperial oppression, according to Edward Bishop Elliott's interpretation he thought that the the third seal, the black horse unleashed, would uh, represent aggravated distress and mourning. The balance in the rider's hand is not associated with the man weighing out bits of bread of scarcity for his family to eat, but in association of buying and selling corn and other grains. That is kind of, you know, to me, that kind of seems like that kind of ties back in. Huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that kind of, I mean, if I'm thinking as an imperial impression, oppression, I guess that goes back to the martial law thing, right? Where the government has their foot on your neck and they won't even allow you to swallow your pieces of bread or corn, right? Famine hopefully doesn't strike us in the United States, but hard to say go buy some food we'll be back on the other side hi everyone shepherd ambellas here and i wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the ambellas talk network 
where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24 7 365 news talk and commentary atn.live has it all great shows like Raindell rantcast conspiracy chicks berserker survival the cole report and my show the shepherd ambella show click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule also don't forget to support the network scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love check out your favorite shows atn.live the ambellus talk network This is Aaron Cole from The Cole Report. I do a live show every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. We're going to be going through all of these crazy topics every week. We're going to do deep dives into money, weather, the the carbon, the the planets coming in, the, the volcanoes popping. Anything they're going to try to do to depopulate us, we're going to break this down. And we're going to do it live every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. So please come join me and let's break this shit down Thank you. Hey, it's Chris from the Rained Out Rantcast. Here to remind you, you can catch Rantcast Live here exclusively on ATN.Live every Sunday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central PM right here live on ATN.Live. That's Rantcast Live. You can hear me rant about anything and everything, all conspiracy, all I want. Fuck them. The only thing darker here than that is the shit I cover. And maybe my humor. This is the Cole Report. So far, you have survived the white horse, the red horse. In the Black Horse. I'm sure most of us know which one comes next. It's not the good one, guys. When the lamb broke the fourth seal, I heard the voices. I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come, I looked, and behold, a pale horse. And he who sat on it had the name of death. And Hades was following him. Authority was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with the sword of famine and pestilence in the wild beast of the earth. So I want to zoom in kind of on that last part right there. Talking about the, the wild beast of the earth. I mean, I guess I could say that would probably be like the animals. So I guess we could say like a big event happened there to wipe out the animals. Cause usually famine's not going to wipe out the deer. It's not going to wipe out the, the, the Buffalo. Usually people do that assholes. Uh, pestilence. That could be a thing. Maybe some crazy disease that Fauci got out of his freezer, get him some shots, put a mask on the Buffalo. I don't know where that wasn't the right Faustian accent or impression there. I don't know where that went to. That was weird. 
but um there's also a, another part to part of uh of the death thing this is a, a different interpretation by another fellow the the destroying of an empire i could see that very much be in the case talked about civil war already some of those ideas there's also much bigger empires out there than just maybe the united states empire or this empire there could be also hopefully the destruction of maybe the new world order that would be kind of cool maybe this isn't about us at all maybe this is all about the elites I kind of doubt that, but I guess if you wanted to put like a, a wishful thinking, maybe like a, a silver lining on it, maybe this would be the destruction of that. I doubt it, though. I feel like this is probably coming for, for most people out there, if it ever does happen. I guess we could also talk about the maybe how to prevent this part, but at least some level of death is has already been baked into the cake with some of the this the stuff that's happened the the disease or whatever that got released the the jabs that came after that the war i said i'm not sure how how intense that is over there in ukraine when i see people partying in kiev i don't know about you but I usually don't go out and go dance at nightclubs when supposedly my country's being invaded. I usually would go find some other place to do that at maybe. And then the food situation. So we're already seeing that in some countries. Not making its way here just yet. My prediction on the famine thing on the famine aspect of this would be for the United States, not complete famine or anything like that, but definitely much higher prices, kind of food scarcity, food being out of price. You have to eat the shit food that comes, you know, in the, in the freezers, you get your hungry man TV dinner. Maybe if you just eat one of those a day, cause that's all you can afford. Maybe it's not as bad for you. Your body spends the other, 23 hours of the day trying to fight off that stuff and get rid of it. So maybe that, maybe that'll work out. I don't know, but definitely famine across the world that would lead to definitely immigration. A lot of people are going to die during that. Some of the crazy people that tried to walk from South America, then up through, through Mexico and in the deserts up there and then trying to get into Texas and Arizona, New Mexico. I mean, that causes quite a bit of death. Quite a bit of human smuggling. Back to the destroying of empire. I went on a tangent there. Some people have been saying with this this Russia, this Russia Ukraine war thing that the United States is trying to weaponize things like food, debt, this war. Kind of maybe the disease, because I felt like Europe kind of went, tried to go outpace us on the craziness on what they were doing with COVID and the vaccines and everything. Maybe we're trying to break away from the the old European empire, the England empire, 
Because part of me still feels like, how in the hell did we did we beat England back in the day? I feel like we we kicked their ass for sure. From it seems like from everything I can gather from from history, but of course history is written written by you know crazy people. Some people say the winner. I think is written by by the people that are promoted to to do that and the in the narrative they like, of course. But what if there was a deal struck with England and I guess it'd be England, the UK, where back then we're like, hey, you basically kind of got to make it look like you're not running our country. We'll kick you over some some cash here and there, kick you, help you out, and you know if you got any wars and stuff like that, we'll help you all out with that. But you got to you know get all your silly shit out of the out of the United States. And they're like, okay, cool. And nowadays, and I don't think this is being done for the right reasons necessarily, not because we're trying to be America. Yeah, we're free, boy. Yeah, we're the best. I don't think it's for that reason at all. I think the the bosses in the United States are tired of playing second fiddle. They want to run shit their own way. So there could be this power struggle since the, the queen has died that King Charles wants to kind of run the business a little bit of a different way. And, and the queen could have been dead for a long time too. I'm, I don't want to go too far into conspiracy land with that, but we don't know exactly when she died because she, she's riding around in this or her hologram was riding around in a carriage and stuff like that. So it's really hard to say when exactly she died. I mean, shit, she was 96. I know she gets the best care and everything like that, but it could be that could be the case or they seen it coming. She was 96. So eventually like, fuck, she's going to die sometime soon. So we know what kind of shithead's going to be replacing her. And we could see all of this try to, I guess, kind of be a way that'd be kind of a, a very narrow minded way of thinking about it. But maybe COVID, the war, the famine, all of this stuff is for kind of rearranging of the of the structure of power in the world to where basically the United States is going to try to run itself, run the world its way. It's tired of taking orders. That could be possible, I guess. But with that, oh my God, I feel like we would we look like China here pretty soon because I don't feel like China really has that many people telling them what to do besides maybe you know, the biggest parts of the of the new world order kind of situation but i definitely think that the, the u.s would would resemble something like that when you want complete control over your your civilization of your, of your people you don't want them to criticize you you don't want them to have guns you definitely don't want as many of them you want to depopulate a little bit of them here and there you want to have the best currency you definitely want to try to keep a place like like Russia under control but you can use Russia as as almost like your attack dog in a way maybe i guess a kind of a good image to paint real quick before we're starting to run out of time here would be like say there's a big ass bear and you have this really long stick and you have your enemy in the middle and you're jabbing at the bear Wait, trying to get the bear to attack the person in the middle while you turn around and run. 
that would be an interesting uh, scenario right there. Well, we did it. I don't know if all of that made sense exactly. If you want to go back and listen to the show, you can check it out on uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, pretty much all of those. But we're definitely in store for some crazy times. I don't know what exactly it all means or anything, but it definitely seems like to me that the four horsemen are out running wild. So get prepared. Don't be scared. We'll catch you next Saturday. Thank you for tuning into the Cold Report. That's me. Hey, Chris with the Rained Out Randcast here. Letting you know to find all your favorite shows from the Shepherd and Bella show to the Cole Report to the Conspiracy Chicks right here on ATN.live, including Rantcast Live every Sunday at 8 Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, right here on ATN.live. Come and check it out. Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network, where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7, 365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, the Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows. ATN.live, the Ambellus Talk Network. This is Bethany Adani, co-host of The Shepherd Ann Bella Show, here to personally invite you to a place where freedom of speech actually still exists. ATN.Live, Ambella's Talk Network. Open and expand your heart, mind, soul, and ears with a variety of daily dose truths as you listen to The Shepherd Ann Bella Show with host Shepherd Ann Bellis and my fellow co-host Aaron Cole, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central, ATN.Live and Bellis Talk Network, where you will also find the Cole Report, the Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, and coming soon Berserker Survival, along with many others arriving to the network in the near future. ATN.Live and Bellis Talk Network. Thanks for being a part of us through your much appreciated financial support, promoting the network, listening to the shows, and blessing us with your many prayers and warm thoughts. ATN.Live, spread the word. A.